Lord, we say tonight it is all eyes on you. All eyes on Jesus. Lord, we look to you. We set our eyes on you. We set our hearts on you. Yes, yes. There's none like you. None like you. Lord, I thank you that tonight you will be glorified. Yes. With every word that comes out of our mouth, with every song that goes forth. Hallelujah. Jesus, that you get all the glory. felt like we're going to, I know we started in worship, but I just, I asked Dan here, he's going to blow the shofar in a minute, but I, I, I felt, I was praying with someone just before this meeting, uh, her name is Cindy Williams, and she's out in, uh, in Salida, which is a couple hours from here, uh, she's climbing up can't remember the name of the mountain. It's called a tender, oh, Tenderfoot, Tenderfoot Mountain uh, in Salida, where the big S is, is, if you've been down there. And uh, she felt like the Lord said she's supposed to blow the shofar. And she's been crying out for unity in that region. And uh, so she's blowing the shofar tonight. She might be on later. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but as I prayed for her, I, I felt like the Lord says said that he is with the, with the blow of the shofar, he is going to set a tone. Yes. And a tone that would, it's a sound that's going to resonate, that's going to go forth. That as those align to the sound, as those align to the tone, there's a oneness that comes into. It's, it's kind of like when you have, if you're using something to, to, to tune a piano and you, you hit the, I don't know what they're called, those, the tuning fork, thank you. You hit the tuning fork. And then and that resonates the sound that then you tune to. And I felt like the Lord said tonight that we're actually going to blow the shofar. And sometimes we'll blow multiple shofars, but I felt like this is a single shofar that's going to resonate and set a tone and a sound that's going to bring the church into an alignment. And uh, just across Colorado. And so, Lord, we thank you for the, just the authority uh, that you've given us. Lord, that when we declare things, when we when we speak things in alignment with your heart yes. in which you desire to do, Lord, I thank you that we bring heaven to earth. And so, Lord, I just declare as this shofar sound goes forth, Lord, that it resonates a sound across Colorado Hallelujah. Yes, God. that brings an alignment of the church yes, God. into oneness with you, Jesus, yes. as the head. There's a lot of the church, I feel like, is headless and... Uh, and we need the head. Yes. We need Jesus. Jesus. Without Jesus, we're like yes. we're walking around like chickens with our head cuts off, cut, <laughs> like a chicken with its head cut off. Uh, but Lord, need you, Jesus. I thank you right now for the alignment that's that's just about to take place across Colorado. Yes. The spirit of oneness, Lord, as a sound goes forth, it's a new sound. So we just we just speak to this, and Lord, as this happens, Lord, I thank you that. It just begins to create this alignment, this oneness. It's already something you're doing, even just with Converge Colorado or with Converge. Lord, you, you're bringing these streams into one river. Amen. You're bringing us all into an alignment. It's no longer about us. It's no longer about one church versus another church. Hallelujah. It's about the head. It's yes, about Lord. Jesus. Yes, Lord. And we look to Jesus. We look to Jesus. He's the one. He. You say, what part, what church are you from? I, Jesus is the head. <laughs> He's our head. He's the one that we look to. 
So Jesus, we thank you that it's it's all about you. I thank you for the alignment of your church as this as this shofar blow goes forth. In Jesus' name, let's declare it. So the shofar, there's seven blasts of the shofar. I think three tonight is in the anointing of this sound. The number one is the pronouncement of the king. When the king was coming into the land, they would yes. blow the shofars. Yes. The second one was to release confusion over an enemy, Hallelujah. which is going to happen tonight. And the third one was to call to assemble for battle or to assemble in unity. So we're going to release the shofar tonight. There is a complete, tonight when they were singing, it was Revelation chapter 1, 7 and 8. It was the revealing of the Son of God. Revelation 1 and Revelation 5 is unfolding in Colorado right now. Wow. Jesus is being Thank revealed. He's the centerpiece. He's the one that's showing himself over Colorado. So let's stand to our feet tonight and declare the pronouncement of the king is coming into the land. That confusion is coming upon our adversary. And there's a call to unity, a call to assemble. And I even feel right now we're going to blow this shofar. I believe that scales are about to come off of confused pastors and leaders. Pastors that cannot discern the next season or the new wineskin. God's bringing a tremendous deliverance to shepherds tonight. So let's lift our hands. Let's declare that the yes. king is coming into the land. Yes, God. There's a call for unity. The enemy is about to be radically confused and driven out of the land. Hallelujah. And God's going to deliver his shepherds tonight. Amen. this is your heart that you you desire the unity not the conformity but the unity many parts coming together as the body of Christ with one head Jesus we look to you Jesus we align with you Jesus thank you Lord I just want to release this and then uh, we're gonna actually start uh, Nicholas is going to pray online, and and then we're gonna we're gonna go from there. But I just want to I want to release this, and I feel like I was just praying through this today, and the Lord reminded me of the scripture. <laughs> I'm not usually in Deuteronomy, but uh, but I feel like this is for the church right now, and for what He's calling us into. There's a it's evident that the rain is coming. Yes. It's evident that we're seeing. The, the beginning signs of revival across this nation. Obviously, we saw it, or we see it at Asbury. We see it, uh, there's, you know, 10, 12, now 15, 20 colleges across this nation that are experiencing it. It's, it's now hitting churches uh, all, all across the nation. Uh, it's, it's, there's churches that have, their, you know, a typical hour, 20-minute service that uh, last week, one went 11 hours. Uh, Another one went like five, six hours. There's, uh, there's, there's repentance 
it's a uh, these are the, the kind of the spring rains we feel like right now we're hitting is this it's this beautiful rain which is just bringing this repentance and it's just it's to a dry and a parched land where all of a sudden there's those that maybe just have felt so dry that they're they're getting a taste they're tasting and seeing that the Lord is good and and things are starting to shift but I, if you don't see it just <laughs> just Google revival right now and, and you'll see more things on revival than you've probably ever seen in your lifetime, uh, depending on how old you are. But <laughs> uh, but let me just read these verses here. It says, Observe, therefore, all the commands that I am giving you today so that you may have the strength to go in and take over the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, and so that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to your ancestors to give to them and their descendants, the land flowing with milk and honey. The land you are entering to take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you have planted your own seed and irrigated it by foot as a vegetable garden. I want to say right here that, that the Lord is, is shifting things for us. Uh, he's shifting things around us. And the caution is, is that we don't go oh, we know how to do this, or we see this and we know how to step into things. He's bringing us into a new land and a new territory, and it's not the same as what, as what we've done before. I feel like what's been, where in one region here, they were, they were cultivating, they were, they were doing these things that uh, this was a, like a flat land where they were going in, and it was all done by man. Uh, what was produced was produced by man. But this is what the Lord says. Uh, he says, but the land you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of is a land of mountains and valleys that drinks rain from heaven. It is the, the land that the, that the Lord your God cares for. And this is what I see is it's going from, let me say it kind of this way. I think there's multiple ways I could speak into this, but how churches have been operating in their own ways and we've been, in a sense, cultivating things the way we think that it needs to be done. He's moving us into mountains and valleys that the Lord actually cares for and the fruit and, and the, the produce that comes from that is not something that man has made, but it's actually that which God cares for and God has cultivated. It's the land that drinks rain from heaven. It says... The eyes of the Lord, your God, are continually on, on it from the beginning of the year to the end. <laughs> That's the land that we want to have. That's the land that we want to be living in, where the eyes of God are continually upon it. So that if you faithfully obey the commands that I'm giving you today, to love the Lord, your God, to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its season both the autumn and the spring rains so that you may gather in your grain, your new wine, and the oil. And I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle and you will eat and be satisfied. Obviously, this is, I don't believe he's talking about in the natural. There is a spiritual shift of what the Lord is doing here. And uh, there are autumn and spring rains that I believe we're going we're gonna to experience here. Uh, we're coming into spring. Uh, then we're going to see the autumn rains. 
And there is a new wine, there is an oil, and there is a grain gathering the grain. I feel like the heart, this is the harvest time. The harvest is so ripe right now. The Lord is setting us on a, in a new place. And the way that things have been gathered before are going to be different now. And so it's not, well, we know what to do. We just, we don't know what to do because he's bringing us into a new land, a new territory. Things are going to be different. It's, it's something that we just don't know how uh, to cultivate in a sense. But it's his land. It's what he's going to do. And then the last part, he just says, so be careful or you will be enticed to turn away and worship other gods and bow down to them. And that this is just a caution, I feel like, in this time, that as we see his reign comes, as we, as we see this, this, in a sense, revival, as we see an outpouring of the Spirit, that we don't get caught up in the things and enticed by man and and seeing what one group is doing or another group is doing, but it is all Jesus. It's all eyes on him, and there's a holiness and a reverence that he requires, and there's a hunger and a thirst for him which comes out of a place of such humility that that this is nothing that man can produce, and and the, the tendency can be that man would try to get some of the glory of look what's happening here, look what's happening there. And uh, I love what, what Asbury has done and the way that they have honored the Lord in this. And they, they're not even letting big names in. They're not letting those that, you know, everybody would know who they are. They don't even have an opportunity to come in and do anything there. And those that do come in, they're known by first name only. Uh, and the worship teams, nobody knows who they are. Uh, it's, it's all about Jesus. Yeah, and it's unannounced, yeah. yes. And so this is the way I feel like that as we operate and as, as things begin to shift, that it's not about man, it's not about a place, it's about one man. <laughs> it's about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And under that place, there can be great alignment, there can be oneness. Outside of, if we're not in alignment with him, there can be no alignment with each other. So, Lord, I thank you for what you're bringing us into. I thank you for what you're bringing your church into. And tonight, I thank you for the prayers that are going to go forth from this place that are going to set an alignment with the kingdom of heaven, that are going to bring heaven to earth in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to, if Nicholas is on, Nicholas, you're on. We got gotcha. you. I felt uh, I too was going to just share briefly uh, about the rain that Mike talked about. Just that beautiful rain, uh, that that outpouring. And I had received, uh, we were on a regional call on Monday. I had received this word from James 5, 7 through 9. I just want to read this and then pray what he had given me to pray. But it says, therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. 
Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. And so these times of refreshing, this beautiful rain also just comes with the heart cry of the bride of Christ saying, Jesus, will you birth in us the fear of the Lord unlike we've ever imagined? May we embrace the fear of the Lord God. Let us not think we have a single idea of what you're doing, but let us be like the, the, the humblest, lowest people so that the river will always flow in the lowest places, as your, your daughter, Mama Heidi Baker, says. And I, I heard the Lord say this at the beginning of the year, and it's coming up in my spirit again tonight, is uh, Genesis 26. And it talks about Isaac um, redigging the wells. And I, I, I felt he spoke to me in January, and I'm just going to read this and pray this. But he said, I am sending the anointing of Isaac upon the church. And why I feel this is so significant is we see the rain coming down, but he says, I'm also going to break up the fallow ground. I'm going to open up the wells of revival. I'm going to open up the dry places in churches all across the region that have felt dammed up, blocked up by the attacks of the enemy. I will undam you, says the Spirit of God. It says in verse 18, Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham, his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. And then we see three occurrences where he dug and they battled and quarreled over it. So he dug another well. They battled and quarreled over it. He dug a third well and they did not quarrel over that. And he says, now for now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. So God, we just pray with arms lifted up. We just say, Jesus, will you open up the wells? Will you undam the wells that have been blocked by the enemy and that there would be a multi-generational flow of your spirit in this move of God that would be undammed, unrestricted, but in the wineskin of the fear of the Lord and kingdom family. And we pray, God, that we praise you, excuse me, that we thank you, Lord, of just the revival reign, the, 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 the refreshing, the, the yes, repentance, God. the work on the heart, the saturation of, of the ground of our hearts, God. We thank you for that. And we thank you, Lord, that you will also open up the fountains of the deep. You will undam the wells and that you will create pools of prayer, houses of prayer, pools of prayer that will be almost like a generating motor, if you will, that are fully led by the Spirit of God and fully yielded to the King of glory. And that from these pools of prayer, God, the entire region will be submerged. We pray submerge us in the new baptismal waters of this new move of God, that we would be washed justified, sanctified, set apart, and humble and lowly, embracing your fear, O oh God, embracing that it's all about King Jesus, that we would cry out with the Spirit in unison, behold the Lamb, behold the Lamb. So we say, we receive that, Jesus. Can we just say that out loud? We receive the fear of the Lord. We receive it, God. We pray, Holy Spirit, shake us up, God. Take us up, Lord. I, I'm so aware of the, the, the tendencies we have to yield to the flesh. Jesus, shake us up now. 
that we would be counted worthy to steward that which you want to pour out and see this reaped and flooded with your glory, with your presence. Last thing I saw was the net. 2020, he said, one big net for one great catch. And there was a word released around that. But when I saw the net was laid down, it was put together. Then the waters rose and the fish were swimming. Then the net was pulled up to catch the fish. And so, Lord, we just thank you. The water level is indeed rising and you will submerge us as we behold the Lamb. Want to check? Is there Jim? Did you want to pray online? Would you like me to pray? Would love it. Okay. I I just wanna I wanna say amen to everything that was just spoken. I just sense that we're in a we're really in the holy moment and just walking in the fear of the Lord and and um, the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and the, those who are upright and in right standing with God and his ears are attentive to their prayers and Father I just thank you God for just the the, the wind that's beginning to blow oh God a wind that we have cried out to you Father thank you, God the wind that can make the the dead bones come to life, Father. And, and I, I just pray, Lord God, with, with my brothers and sisters that are that are joined together right now, and I ask, oh God, that you would keep us in the shadow of the Almighty. And that, Father, that you would keep our hearts ready to be able to receive all that you have, Father. I, I cry out to you, oh Lord God, for mercy, Lord God, to have mercy have mercy on us, O Lord, and have mercy on our state. Lord, even as you describe the, the, the nation that would turn against you in Romans 1, it, it says concerning them that they didn't know you and they didn't recognize you as God. They didn't honor you and they didn't glorify you as God, nor did they give you thanks, but they became futile in their, in their godless thinking. And they were senseless in their minds and claiming to be wise, they became fools. And, and Father, I just, we just joined together, oh Lord God, just as, as men who live in the state of Colorado, as women who live in the state of Colorado. And we ask, oh God, that you would have mercy on this state, oh Lord God, for, for exchanging the glory of God for a lie, for exchanging the living and true God for, for idols, oh Lord. And, and we cry out to you, O oh God, and we ask, Heavenly Father, have mercy on the state of Colorado, Hallelujah. Lord. Pour out mercy. your mercy upon us, O oh God. And we ask you, O oh Lord, that, that you won't visit us uh, according to our sins, O oh Lord God, and our blasphemy. But we ask, O oh God, that in your mercy you would look upon us, O oh Lord. We ask you, Lord, not to give to our state that which we deserve, Father. But we pray, Lord, that you would give to the state what Jesus deserves, Lord God. We cry out to you, O oh Lord, and we ask that that the inheritance of Jesus, Lord, would be realized in the state of Colorado. Lord, we ask you for the nations, and we ask you for the state, O oh Lord God, that, that that you would come, O oh Lord, and that you would visit us, O oh God. And, and we ask, O oh Lord, that, that, that the power of the gospel, we are not ashamed of the gospel. We're not ashamed, Lord. It's the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes, Lord. And I come into agreement with that prayer 
that you would dig the wells of salvation, Father. Let salvation spring up from the ground in the yes. state of Colorado, yes, Lord. I pray, Father, yes, that, that it would come to the Jew, that it would come to the Gentile, yes, Lord, that the young and the old, Lord, in the state of Colorado would receive the revelation of Jesus Christ, Father. We pray, O oh Lord, that, that, that any rejections that we have verbalized, any laws that we have passed, that, that defy you in your holiness, oh God. We pray, Lord, that you would forgive us of these yes. things, Lord, and, that, and we cry out to you, Lord, for the visitation of the Spirit yes. of God. Father, will we just pray, Lord, that our eyes might see those things that the Spirit of God has laid upon our hearts to long for. God, that, that you would breathe your breath of revival. Breathe Father, we just cry out to you, each one of us, for our churches, oh Lord. And we pray, oh God, that you would position us, Father. Position us, oh Lord. And I pray that we would be out of the way, God. That we would be out of the way of what you want to do. And I pray for myself, Lord. I pray, Father, anything in the flesh, anything in the soul, Lord God, anything um, not yielded, not committed, Father. I, I lay it out before you as best I can, Lord. And we ask you, Oh God, for the visitation of the Spirit of God. We believe it's here, Father. We believe it's here. And we ask you, Lord, to come and visit our churches, visit our prayer gatherings, visit our homes, Lord God. Visit our hearts, Lord Jesus. And we, we thank you, Lord. We rejoice today. Hallelujah. And we walk humbly before you, Lord. We walk in the fear and the reverence and the awe of who you are, God. We pray, oh Lord God, that, that whatever it takes, Lord, whatever it takes to host the revival in each of our churches. Yes, God. Work that work in us, God. We don't even know how to lay it all down, but God, we just give you full permission to work in our hearts and to work in our gatherings, Lord. And thank you, Father. We know, oh Lord, that all of creation groans for the revelation of the sons of God. So Lord God, be revealed in us that all creation might see the glory of the Lord ask this lord we ask this god for the revelation of jesus and the love of god for, for all of his creation ask it father in jesus name amen i was just feeling this in response isaiah 44 verse 3 i'm just going to read it and then i'm going to try to sing it but once you once you get it Let's all sing this together just in response to these prayers. Isaiah 44, verse 3. For I will pour out my water on the thirsty land, and I will pour out streams on the dry ground, and I will pour my spirit upon your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. I'm just going to declare it one more time. I will pour out water on thirsty land. I will pour out streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring, on your sons, on your daughters, and my blessing on your descendants. So Lord, we just ask you, we thank you, we actually thank you. This is the season of outpouring.
pouring out streams on the dry ground. You are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. Pouring out water on the thirsty land. You're pouring out streams on the dry ground. You are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. You're pouring out water on a thirsty land. You're pouring out streams on a dry ground. You are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. You are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. You are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters. You are pouring on your sons and your daughters you are pouring out your spirit you're pouring out water you're pouring out water on a thirsty land you're pouring out streams on the dry ground you are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters you're pouring out water on the thirsty land you're pouring dry ground you are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters you are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters you are pouring out your spirit so let it
going to have Jim Hepting. He's going to jump in in prayer. Then. Thank you, God. Jim, if you're on, there you go. Yeah. Can you hear me? We got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, I want to share a word that the Lord gave me this morning in our prayer group, and I'm going to pray into it. Um, we went into the Holy of Holies in our prayer group today. And while I was sitting there at the mercy seat, the Lord reveals his heart to me and he spoke these things to me and I think they fit for this evening. He said, revival without discipleship will not bring what I desire, which is reformation. And then he said to me, revival of the church is unto the harvest as the harvest is to the reformation of nations. I stood at the door and I knocked. I made the way for salvation, but you are assigned the task of discipling those who open the door to me. So Father, I believe you have promised and there is nothing that can hold back revival. Nothing can hold back revival. But Lord, the revival is for the church to come into a discipling, mentoring mantle so that you may receive the reward of the nations as disciples. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we, we I pray for every pastor, specifically, Lord, in the, in the world, but Lord, in Colorado, Lord, that we will realize the revival is not for us. Revival is meant to go through us as we go low. And we sit in the third chair, as was brought out during Converge. And Lord, we point those who have opened the door to you to Jesus. Lord, it is not for us. It is not for us to feel good. When I was sitting there this morning in prayer at the mercy seat, Jesus's eyes were welling up with tears, not to where he actually started crying, but he looked into my eyes and I could hear when he said, without discipling, Revival will not bring my desire. And when he said my desire, I knew that when we fulfill our calling to disciple nations, that he will begin to weep the great joy, the great tears of joy. And he will release them and it will become a flood that will touch all the nations of the world. This is about Jesus and his desire. Lord, we want to get we don't want to get caught up in revival where God. We want to come under the mantle of revival and what it is designed to teach us. To disciple the nations, Lord. This is not about the hype and the feel good, Lord. And I just call it every pastor in this state. Lord, I just dispatch your angels, Lord. Yes. To bring all of us yes, low, God. low before you, Lord low Jesus, you, and to repent yes, for not God. filling up the commission, Lord God, of discipling the nations, Thank to let alone just discipling our neighbors, Lord. Yes, God. 
Lord, let us have a heart for you and what your desires are, Lord. Revival is coming. We cannot stop it, Lord. But Lord, we must ride that wave unto your purposes, Lord God, that you be glorified in all things. That you be glorified in all things. So, Lord, let that be spoken of Colorado, Lord, that they brought you glory from the high places because we've taken the high places with many, many, many disciples, Lord God. And those disciples will storm the gates of hell and set even more captives free unto the discipling of nations. We decree it in the name of Jesus. Pastors preaching when the well is dry. Lord, we're asking that you would go to the deep places in our hearts that are dry. Lord, all over this state. There's people in the body of Christ that feel that their well is dry. Yes. And Lord, there's things that we can do. We can worship and we can pray, but only you can send the wind. That's it. Only you can send the rain. Thank you, Lord. Only you. Lord, we're asking for a sovereign move. Only you, God. Lord, that. causes things to look like you causes things to sound like you Hallelujah. Lord our, our hope is in you our only hope is yes. in you Lord we've we've had man made churches and man made services for too long Hallelujah. Yes. we just acknowledge that only you can send the wind only and only you can send the rain. Only you send the rain. And that's what we're crying out yes, for. Yes, God. We're crying out for the sovereign move of God. That flows from a place of intimacy with you and adoration of you. Yes. We just keep hoping and waiting on you, God, yes. our Savior. For no matter what, I will sing your praise. For living before your face is our saving grace. Hallelujah. My deep need calls out to the deep kindness of your love. Hallelujah. Lord, we just declare that over Colorado. Our, yes, Lord. our deep need our deep need as a state our deep need as a as a region 
cries out to the deep kindness of your love. That you would come and fill the wells of our heart. That they would be overflowing. Yes, fill the wells of my heart. They would be, Lord, like we said one time in this meeting, that we're digging our, redigging our wells. But Lord, we want to hit the aquifers. Yes, God, Amen. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Send your winds. Send, send your fire. Your wind. Send your fire. Send your wind. I want to tell you just for a quick second about our experience at Asbury. On, we went there Monday with our son and daughter-in-law and grandchildren, two grandkids, and experienced the presence of the Lord like we've never known, really. Wow. When we set foot on the campus, we could feel a heavy weight of his presence. I heard the leaders speak when we were in the overflow room. They had four different venues set up to cover the overflow. So many people hungry. Then still lines waiting out, thousands waiting. Thank you, Lord. And he said, this has been marked by radical obedience, radical humility, radical repentance, and radical transparency. And I was talking to my son about it, and we, we really were seeing how he, he talked about how this was an outpouring of the oil of intimacy. The love of Jesus poured out on a region. <laughs> and we talked about 2 Corinthians 11.3, which says, pure and simple devotion to Jesus. It was such a magnification of the pure and simple devotion to Jesus. It was all about Jesus. Never a name mentioned. They picked the worship leaders out of the crowd. They'd do a, a treasure hunt. The people leading would do a treasure hunt and say, hey, that, that girl in the purple. Two people would get it and they'd go talk to her. And She's a musician. They'd pray for her. She'd get consecrated. She'd be leading worship. They chose them by the Spirit. It, everything was so by the Spirit. So God, we're crying out for that for Colorado. Yes. Pure and simple devotion to Jesus. And Lord, as we sat in that overflow room, there was probably 400 in there. I would say close to 100, 100 to 150 pastors had come to check it out on Monday. Most of them probably from Baptist or denominational. I mean, this is a Methodist seminary, so you got all that coming in there, Lord. And we saw pastors on their faces, uh, weeping before the Lord. Uh, we heard a pastor testify that in 2020, he just lost all emotion and everything. He quit crying, he quit praying, he quit reading the word. And he said he got his tears back. Lord, you're bringing the tears back. It's a whole new hunger for you, God. We ask you to pour it out on Colorado. Yes, God. Pour it out on Colorado. Yes, Lord. Pure and simple devotion to Jesus. Pursue us, God. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're asking for you to pursue us, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're bringing to Colorado.
We love you, Jesus. I believe tears are an essential part of revival. In fact, Charles Asbury, who was a circuit rider in the early 1800s, literally, with Asbury University and Seminary were named after, he said that tears was the primary evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, we cry out for tender hearts. Lord, we thank you that this is um, in this revival that people's hearts are tenderized. There's a lot of tears. Lord, tenderize our hearts. Tenderize the hearts. And Lord, you can tenderize the most hardened heart. And so, Lord, move on the hearts of those in Colorado. Lord Jesus, you had an incredible tender heart. And Lord, impart that to us because we all need that. Break our hearts for what breaks yours, Lord. Lord, let those tears once again flow. Not only let the rains come, but let the tears come. We just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Thank you, Lord. i got to share one more thing, Mike. <laughs> We're walking up, and there's this rumble going on out in, the, out in the grass. And it's like 20 or 30 young people just worshiping, jumping up and down. These are Methodist kids. Chan's waving, just going wild for Jesus. And there's a crowd gathered around him, joining in, weeping. And uh, they'd worship for five or ten minutes. And one of them get up and preach and proclaim the word and say, we're not quitting. This revival's not ending. We're going out. So, Father God, we pray for the firebrands to spread through Colorado. Bold firebrand, young people and adults, old, young, men, women, boys and girls, God. That'll humbly, boldly worship out in public, God, and proclaim your word with joy and just such fun, God. Childlike devotion, God. We thank you for it. You're bringing it, Jesus. Love manifest in joy and childlikeness, God. We thank you, Jesus, and worship you for it. Amen. Karen, you were online and I think had your hand up to pray. Are you still on? Karen, did you? I just wanted to make sure you had your hand up. Oh. Oh, Kevin. I'm sorry, that was Kevin, not Karen. <laughs> Kevin Johnson. <laughs> I sorry, I thought I thought that was Karen that was yeah. Kevin, go for it. I actually put my hand back up because I thought you were referring might be referring to me, but I was I, waiting for Karen. No, I was just my eyes I was looking from a distance. You got it. It's all yours. It's all good. Um so a, a week or two before Converge, the Lord was talking to me about his house and his family and his body coming together in one in unity. And his house, you know, you build a house for people to come into it and family. And he was talking about both the body of Christ, his family, and also the harvest coming in, making room in that house. And then he started talking to me um, about Jesus as the head. And I, I looked up several scriptures, but the one he highlighted the most to me about Jesus being the head is Colossians 
And it says, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. And he just he started talking to me about walking in a place of humility to let Jesus take the lead in what he's doing and everything where he's taken us and the, and the harvest and letting him reign, R-E-I-G-N, over us. And then I'm just going to read a couple verses from Luke 14. The Holy Spirit just started highlighting this parable that goes along with Colossians 1.18. So just in Luke 14, verse 7, and down to, I don't know, 12. When Jesus noticed how the guests for the meal were all vying for the seats of honor, he shared this story. When you are invited to an important social function, don't be quick to sit near the head of the table. Choosing the seat of honor, what will happen when someone more distinguished than you arrives? The host will then bring him over to where you are sitting and ask for your seat, saying in front of all the guests, you're in the wrong place. Please give this person your seat. Disgraced, you will have to take whatever seat is left. Instead, when you're invited to a banquet, you should choose to sit in the lowest place so that when your host comes and sees you there, he may say, my friend, come with me and let me seat you in a better place. Then in front of all the other guests at the banquet, you will be honored and seated in the place of highest respect. And then I'll just read verse 11. I'm reading from the Passion Translation, by the way. Remember this, everyone with a lofty opinion of who he is and who seeks to raise himself up will be humbled before all. And everyone with a modest opinion of who he is and chooses to humble himself will be raised up before all. And I just, I'm going to pray into this in one second, but I just felt the Spirit hit me. I don't know when it was at the beginning of this when I first tuned in that the Lord brought that parable to mind. And and he was just talking about honoring Jesus. Honor is actually one of the, one of, in the original Hebrew text, I think most of us probably know this. The glory, the kabod glory, honor is, is one aspect of the glory. And I just felt like the Lord was just showing me that with how he's moving and what he's doing and in this unity, I just saw all of us kind of gathering in the lowest place in the house and Jesus, was lifted up in the honored place and no one was fighting for that honored seat but in humility we were just lifting him up so that he could have the preeminence that he could lead that it could be all about him and that there was a space there was a space in the house i don't know how else to describe it between all of us gathered in the low place and jesus in the preeminence and that space was being made for the harvest for those he's bringing into the house and it was because we were all as one taking the low place. And the second thing he told me, I felt the Spirit saying is, just like in that parable, the, the one person was of themselves putting themselves and trying to get to that higher place, but not of the Spirit. And then the second half of that parable, the Spirit of God prophetically, Jesus, you know, was telling this about the guest. You know, the host comes and says, no, come from the low place to the high place. The Lord said, that's my spirit. I will move my people into their right place. But if they move by the flesh, they will be out of place and they will be removed from that place out of place. And it wasn't like he was, you know, like pointing a finger. He's just saying, this is going to be Jesus at the head, preeminent. 
and everyone in my family together as one in the low place. And he's making room in his house. That's a house that he says, I can make room to bring others in of the lost sheep. So Father, we pray for your spirit that you would help us to just come with joy into that low place. God, we lift you up, Jesus. Lord Jesus, give us the grace. If there's any anything in any of us, God, any of us, God, that in any way would, would just want to do something because you're moving, that would want to be a part of it because you're doing great things and the harvest is there and the glory is there and your presence is there, God. And if there's anything in us that would want to move out of the flesh to insert ourselves into the story of your glory, God, give us the grace to yield to your spirit. Would you cleanse us of anything and just lovingly highlight in the fear of the Lord, through the conviction of the Spirit, through a word, through your voice to us, anything that would cause us to move of our flesh into a place in what you're doing that is not where you're placing us. But may we all be yielded as one so that your Spirit can move us as one into all the different places for our part in the story of your glory in Jesus' name. I think this is significant because we were praying this this morning as a leadership team that it feels like there's just this anointing on it's all for Jesus it's only Jesus and and Mike read this morning in our leadership team meeting and we prayed into this same verse out of Colossians that we were just feeling like this is where there is this is what this is about it's about the firstborn of the dead. It's about him having preeminence. It's about the one who the Father caused his fullness to dwell in. It's about him. So you guys know those verses, but... And then as Kevin was praying, I just heard this chorus. You are the head. You are the best. That in all things you have preeminence. You are the head, you are the best, that in all things you have preeminence. You are the head, you are the best, Lord in all things, Lord in all things you have preeminence. You are the head. On your sons and your daughters, you're pouring out water on a thirsty land. You're pouring out streams 
dry ground you are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters you're pouring out water on a thirsty land you're pouring out streams on the dry ground you are pouring out your spirit on your sons and your daughters you're pouring out water on a thirsty land you're pouring out streams on the dry ground are the head and you are the best Lord in all things you have preeminence you are the head and you are the best Lord in all Lord in all things you have preeminence Lord in all Lord in all things It's all about you. It's all about you. Bowing down, the going low, the full surrender, the letting. 
some of us into uh, extreme sacrifice for the sake of the harvest. This is uh, Abraham being tested, Genesis 22. And then God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah and sacrifice him there as a burnt offering. And Abraham did that. And the angel of the Lord called out and said, Do not lay a hand on the boy. Do not do anything to him. Because now I know that you fear God. Because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time. And he said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all the nations on earth will be blessed. Come on because you have obeyed me. So God, we just, uh, Lord, just give us the, the grace to see grace when you're inviting us to take the most very precious things, the most very precious to our own heart, Lord, and give it up to you. Lord, we thank you that as we offer a sacrifice that costs us something, that you will multiply it in many, many, many being saved. Many, many, many being delivered 
from eternal damnation. Oh God, please help us to make supreme sacrifices that you may have a supreme harvest in Jesus' name. Yes, I just keep having this thought go through my mind the last month or so, and it's, I'm not picking a fight. I was born in the middle of a war. So, Father, right now, I just declare you sober up the church, God, that you sober up the bride of Christ, God, that we are in the middle of a war right now, and the devil is playing for keeps, God. The devil is coming for my family, my brother, my sister-in-law, my little nieces, and I will not back off, God. So we declare right now that the bride of Christ would arise right now, that our weapons are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. We cannot win this war with AR-15s and rice and beans. This war is fought in the prayer house. This war is fought in the secret place. What we do with our time matters. I've been tired for a decade. I'm tired tonight, but what I do tonight matters. So right now we declare Jesus. We declare the fear of the Lord would come back into our lives, God, that you would convict us of what we are doing with our time because our time matters right now more than it's ever mattered before. So we declare right now that the fear of the Lord would return to the house of God. Jesus, we declare your righteousness over Colorado, that you are king of Colorado. We declare the blood of Jesus would cover the front range all the way up to Cheyenne, all the way down to Trinidad. The blood of Jesus Christ is washing over the front range. We declare Jesus Christ be high and lifted up that if the Son of Man is lifted high, he will draw all men to himself. So we declare the Son of Man be lifted high. Jesus, convict our hearts of every branch that's not bearing fruit. Would you trim it back, Lord? Would you convict us of what we do with our time? Would you convict us of what we do in our conversations, Lord? That what we do matters, God. If we're casual with Christ, we will become a casualty of life. It is not time to play games. It's time to arise and step back on the front lines. Jesus, we're enlisting again right now, Lord. Right now, we command our flesh to submit to the Spirit. Our flesh will no longer rule our day, but the Spirit of the living God will rule our day. Right now, we command all flesh to submit to the will of God flesh you will no longer dictate and rule my life the spirit of the living god will jesus we declare your holiness your righteousness god would return to the house of god that there would be a fear of the lord when we gather that the fear of the lord would be present in our marriages that the fear of the Lord would be present in our homes, that the fear of the Lord would be present in our finances, that the fear of the Lord would be present in our conversations, that the fear of the Lord would be present when we get on the internet, that the fear of the Lord would be present when our neighbors look at us. Father, we don't want them to see us. We want them to see you. When we open our mouths, may the world hear the voice of Christ. Jesus as we go low you be lifted high in our lives god jesus right now god 
we thank you that you're coming in power and might, Lord. And we humble ourselves to receive, God. We can no longer do this in our own strength. We can no longer do this in our own might. It is only by your spirit, God. Jesus. Jesus. speak this over over us but also over Colorado it's Hebrews 12 but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem and to myriads of angels and to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn who enrolled in heaven and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood, which speaks better than the blood of Abel. Church, see to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking. For those who did not escape when they refused him who warmed them on earth, much less will escape him who turn away from him who warns from heaven. And his voice shook the earth then, but now he has promised, saying, once yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. The expression yet once more denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken as created things, so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we have received a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable servants with reference and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. I feel that there, the church of Jesus, those who call upon Jesus, there is a shaking for all of us for Colorado there is a shaking it is a shaking of things that will be broken off things that cannot remain there is a new life of rebirth coming forth out of the ground we thank you Jesus that you are a consuming fire you are setting fire to your bride. You are setting fire us who desire you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for the shaking. I ask for things that need to be shaken come off, to be broken down. The church that which is founded on something that is not of you, Jesus, be shaken for the church to come into alignment with heaven, for the sound that comes forth from your bride to be of pure light, 
pure light, Jesus. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would set our hearts not just on fire, but in alignment with your will in Jesus' name. For us to take the fire of the consuming one into all of this state. For us to be in alignment in our businesses, in our schools, in our churches, Jesus. We don't want any mixture. We want nothing to be of, of the earth. We want all of heaven. We don't want anything to be of mixture. So Holy Spirit, drive out what is not of you. Drive out what is not of you, Jesus. And I ask Holy Spirit for that fire. I ask for fire to come and fall fire to come and consume that which can be consumed and for the that pure gold to be left come holy spirit align our hearts align your church come holy spirit we desire revival that brings reformation that changes the earth to resound what heaven is doing holy spirit equip your saints to bring your your vision to earth come holy spirit Come, Holy Spirit, ignite our hearts here. Ignite the church here in Colorado. Ignite the church across the nation. Ignite the church across the world. And unite us with one voice and one heart, singing praise to Jesus and enthroning him as his due. He is worthy of all honor, glory, and power forever. Dominion on all the earth. Jesus, set your bride on fire. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to have just two more here, and we're going to close. Gene, uh, go ahead. You're, you're on. Father God, never in my lifetime have I seen such a distortion of love, of people calling things that are love that are not love that the whole nation, the peoples are just hungry for love. And Lord, that's this revival, this awakening is awakening to true love. The love of the father, the love of the bridegroom king. And Lord, we just ask you to forgive us where we have moved away and forgotten in our first love. Lord, just like Abraham had a sacrifice of love you sent your son in a sacrifice of love. Jesus made a sacrifice of his own life, a sacrifice of love. Help us to see and understand, Lord. And I just pray for all of us, Lord, that Ephesians then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. And that's what we want, Lord the resting place of your love, then we'll be empowered to discover whatever Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love. How enduring and inclusive is it, endless love, beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into us until we're filled overflowing with the fullness of God, what the world needs, what people are looking for is love. And that's you, the very essence of who you are. You are love. And Lord, is this is this is is acknowledges all about you, Jesus, the lover of our soul. And you shed your love abroad in our lives, Lord. It's the law of love. We love you and 
love our neighbors. That's what you're requiring. It's the language of your kingdom. So Lord, just bring, draw us into your love in a greater relationship of love with you, Lord, the lover of our souls, Lord, that we can express and demonstrate your great love and the purity that it is. And we thank you, Father. We love you and thank you for what you're doing, Lord. You're doing a wonderful thing in the earth, revealing yourself the very presence, the very essence of who you are is love. The all-powerful and the all one of all grace, but it's love. It's the spirit and the bride say, come, Jesus, come to our, to our churches, come to our schools, come to our businesses, come, Lord Jesus. The lover of our souls, we need you. We desire you more than anything. We love you more than we love life itself. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, I just come to you in Jesus' name, and I just, um, just want to lift up the monument, Palmer Lake, Woodmore, Tri-Lakes Community, God. God, I thank you for placing us there in that community for a reason. And God, I just pray that you would just pour out your spirit into that community, Lord. God, those who've never known you or those who've walked away from you, Lord, even tonight, Lord, that they would feel your presence, God. That the presence of your love and your presence that we feel in this room, that they would feel it and feel it in their homes, God. That you would pour out your spirit into their homes, Lord, into their marriages, into their children, God. Those who are addicted, Lord, that those yokes of bondage will be broken in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your anointing. We thank you, Lord, for a flow of your Holy Spirit into that Tri-Lakes community in Larkspur and northern Colorado Springs, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're already doing a work, God. It is beginning, Lord. And the things that you've started, Lord, you will complete, Lord. You will finish, Lord. So we thank you for that tonight. We declare it tonight that those things are being accomplished. Those things are being done in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you that you are bringing in the, the laborers into the harvest field, Lord. That you are bringing in your laborers, your leaders, God, to carry uh, this anointing into that community lord we thank you for it now we declare it now in the name of jesus we thank you lord for the blood of jesus that covers that community god we break the demonic strongholds in jesus mighty name over that community lord in the palmer lake region in the the monument community lord the spirit of religiosity we break it now in the name of jesus God, those things that have been uh, set in the negative realm will be the spirit of life is coming into that community, Lord. We thank you for the river of life that is coming into the Tri-Lakes community, Lord. And we say, yes, Lord, use us, God. Those that you've called, use us, Lord. We submit ourselves to you, Lord. We humble ourselves before you and say, use us in Jesus' name. Amen. Tracy's going to close us here. I had no idea where Mike was going at the beginning of the service as he had Dan sound the shofar talked about our dear friend in Salida and the sound of the of the, the shofars coming to be one tuning in to one another 
I was traveling last week and I, 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 I got on the live stream and I started texting Andrew and Mike. And I said, hey, I can't interact. And they said, it's, only, it's a view only this week. So I continue to watch. They said, hey, if you have anything to share, just call us and we'll put you on phone. And as I was watching, I heard the Lord say this. The Lord said, there's a reception at the rock. I said, God, there's a reception. Like, what are we celebrating? I'm thinking like a wedding reception. I'm, and he corrected me and he said, no. He says, there's reception at the rock, like antenna reception at the rock. It took me back to a dream I had on the 7th, just like four weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago now, the 7th of January, 2023. In the dream, I was standing in front of an old TV, the kind that were uh, like furniture back in the 60s, like the wood with the legs and uh, that encapsulated the two. The screen was full of snow, no picture to look at. There was a box on top of the TV, and it had two antennas, one shooting left and the other one right. Suddenly, a violent, strong wind blew through the room from right to left and blew the antenna right off the top of the TV. I woke up, and I heard the Lord say, I'm interrupting your regularly scheduled programming. I then heard the Lord say, I then heard the Lord say, I will interrupt to disrupt. I woke up and I had to get all of this down. It's, it's not too long. It's about a paragraph here. I am interrupting your regularly scheduled programming. The body of Christ, as we know it, will not be the same. I am reprogramming the hearts and minds of my people. My people's antennas are picking up a new frequency. No longer will the frequency of this world be available. Rather, rather the frequency of heaven. I am setting my bride to the same frequency. Like a tuning, like a fork tuning, like a tuning fork, my bride will all have the same key and they will be on the same key. Again, I'm going to repeat that. My bride will all have the same key and be on the same key. I am renewing the minds of my children daily, resetting and reprogramming. Just as the snow on the TV represents the white noise, the static and the competing voices of this world, the violent winds of my heart will blow through the environments you inhabit. Like the upper room in unity and in one accord, my bride will experience a violent, rushing wind that will change the patterns and programs we have formed in the past seasons. I see weather patterns changing and sudden shifts in climate. I see the abundance of rain, snow, and precipitation. This will be a sign that we are in the suddenlies of this season. I am shaking the things that can be shaken. The temporal programming of this world will be disconnected and the channels that remain will broadcast a kingdom message from heaven. Don't mind the disruption and my interruption will take on an entirely new meeting as we grow stronger in the uncomfortable and inconvenient. I am breaking rebellion. I am reviving a new Jesus revolution. Tune into my heart. Pick up the right frequency. Bring into focus your TVs. Seek him. Seek his face. Two antennas, each picking up a different signal. The good signals and the bad signals. The light signals and the dark signals. The good and the bad. The fear and the love. Heaven and on earth. Two antennas will no longer suffice. The double-mindedness of man is being dismantled. 
You asked why? I am bringing the, the things of old into the new. The ancient of paths are being restored. The ancient of ways rebuilt. The ecclesia is being redefined and the fivefold reestablished. I'm moving you from preparation to declaration. Pardon my disruption. I am coming on the clouds. Jesus, I thank you. You're coming on the clouds. I thank you, God. You're coming in the wind. You're coming on the clouds. And that you are returning. We're much closer today than we were yesterday. God, I thank you. I thank you, God, that you, your heart's desire is to see all people come to you, surrendered, completely surrendered at your feet. God, I thank you for the sound of revival, God. I thank you for the tuning, God, of the shofars being sounded throughout the earth, Lord, right now. I thank you for the ones on, on the mountaintops of Salida, Lord. I thank you for the one we... Huh, shouted tonight that we sounded tonight lord i thank you for the shofars being god sounded god all over this state all over this nation and around the globe and i thank you that we become one representing the unity god of the bible representing representing the the, the unity of the bride rather coming together in one stream god i just thank you for i thank you for the spirit of revival god that's in the air I thank you, God, for the purity of heart. God, would you just remove the scales, Lord? God, I thank you for the heart of repentance, God, that's being released in the body in this hour. I thank you for the holy, reverent fear of you, Lord, sweeping through, God, not just universities, Lord, but through, sweeping through governmental bodies, Lord, yes. governmental buildings, Lord. Yes, God. God, I thank you that your fear and awe, God, your reverent fear, God, is sweeping through through, uh, sweeping through uh, the marketplace, Lord. That is sweeping through entertainment, God. It's sweeping through Hollywood, Lord, and media, Lord, social media, Lord. We just release your spirit of revival, God, over the earth. We pray these things in the mighty loving name, the revival giving name, and the revival bringing name of Jesus. going to close with a quick song here just uh are we going to do that song yeah okay so would you guys just stand up as we close here and uh just going to sing this song created me a clean heart okay. um let me just read this i feel like in this shaking the lord is shaking things up right now there is a shaking that is it's already underway and uh the scripture just kept coming back to me. And then as things were being prayed, it says, In just a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations. And the desired of all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. Lord, I thank you that you're coming, and there is a shaking that has begun. And Lord, it is the desire of all nations, you, Jesus, that everyone is turning to, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess 
that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. Lord, may we humbly come before you with clean and pure hearts, clean hands and a pure heart. So, Lord, purify our hearts. I just pray that that even as just this, this scripture in Psalm 51, Lord, that this would be a cry of our hearts, that this is what you're doing is you're purifying your bride. So we bless you tonight. We thank you for what you're doing in Jesus' name. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not. Cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me. washing them in the blood of the Lamb, renewing them by the Holy Spirit. So we say, Lord, have your way. Have your way. And we are yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Hallelujah.